and welcome to the James Onet Podcast. The James Onet Podcast is focused on inspiring positive action in youth through storytelling. So are you an impact-driven youth looking for ways to harness global opportunities, looking to gain clarity on your purpose and become a leader who wants to impact your world? Listening to the Gems on Earth podcast is what's in for you. So stay tuned for amazing episode and welcome to the tribe. Hi everyone, welcome to the Gems on Earth podcast. This week we'll be having the amazing change maker Bilal Ahmad. Bilal is from Pakistan. He's the founder of Aviva. He's also a student at the International Business School of Belgian Foreign Studies University in China. Bilal is a curious traveler with a passion for business analytics. Trust me guys, you do not want to miss this episode. So stay tuned to the end as Bilal shares his journey as a social entrepreneur, the struggles and lessons he has learned so far. This is going to be an amazing episode so we'll be taking a short break now and when we are back we'll have Bilal on the call okay so hi Bilal good evening and Welcome to this podcast. I'm really excited to have you join us and you know share your experiences and share your story on the platform. So before we start, I just wanted you to like give a little bit brief introduction about yourself and maybe just say hello to like listeners out there. Yeah, hello Olivia. It's so good to be here. It's it's really exciting to like be in the gems of the earth podcast. Uh about me a little uh as everybody knows I'm Bilal as Olivia uh-huh. said and uh, I'm from Pakistan basically but I've been studying abroad since 2017. Uh I am majoring in international business uh from China and I do have my own venture and stuff and I'm going to be talking about that later on. I am super passionate about uh, business analytics and making sense of data and linking it through uh, marketing and I believe that's like the future. So yeah, that's a little about me. Hey, that's really interesting. That's like a whole lot going on at the same time <laughs> and it's really cool. So have you like always known um this is the part you were going to go on like with respect to business has it always been business all the time <laughs> i in- wish <laughs> i wish it, it like it's like when i see back it's like really complicated because i was uh, a sciences major in my a levels and i was like i was sure i was going to do aeronautical engineering or maybe yeah. aerospace engineering and then uh, it's summer 17 and i'm at columbia university uh, on a summer program and i was uh, studying material science and nanotechnology yeah. and i had 
an amazing uh, dorm mate. He was from China, and like I, I like it was like three weeks. I was fascinated about the Chinese culture and the people, and I was like, I want to go there like someday. But I really plan to do aerospace or aeronautical engineering, right? Yeah. And then uh, it was my graduation. I think to, uh, summer eighteen, and I was still planning to do aerospace. But in the meantime. me and my friend we started out a venture called the verva because he was a national sports uh, tennis player and uh, what we started off we like okay things are expensive and uh, yeah. we want to do something about it so we started off by getting sports related stuff from alibaba aliexpress and then uh, selling it to our own connections at the tennis court our coaches uh, the ground staff and uh, it was fun at first right the first months were like okay we're getting uh, some money we're going to go eat pizza and stuff and uh like at that point in my life i was like i don't want to do aeronautical i want to do something of my own you know yeah i i like I had a passion for space but then it was like i want to do something of my own and uh my counselor he recommended me uh this university beijing foreign studies and i was like i'm going to go i'm going to apply there and i applied i got in in the international business school and then i had like i had a choice i had to choose between aerospace or business and i was like deep down i think i knew i wanted to always pursue business and that was it that was like go i'm going yeah i think that's really cool because i can totally relate But in my case I think I found out about my passion for business and social entrepreneurship quite late. So it it was like I'm already studying engineering and I stumbled across this group in school called Enactors. I don't know if you've heard about Enactors before. It's like an organization, a student organization for um social entrepreneurship activities and all that. and so i'm like part wow. of the community and i realize oh wow this is something i really want to do and i'm not so sure if i want to do engineering when i'm done okay. you know after after everything but i feel like life is just like a journey and we just keep um discovering ourselves and the That's most it. yeah and the most important thing is that when those um you know ideas because sometimes you really don't know you know what what you want but just as i said you know what you what you do not want you knew or oh, you didn't want to do you know aerospace engineering again and and that's you know made a way for you to you know be into business as you wanted so i think it's a really interesting um, story yeah 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 and that's like i think that's the story of majority of the people i've met during Yeah, yeah, sure. I think specifically at the teenagers and when you're about like in the university, everybody wants to do a lot of stuff. And it's really I think these days especially it's really difficult to, you know, choose one and focus on one. That's the thing. Yeah, true. Okay, so I want I want you now to like talk a little bit about Eviva, like how it started. Have there been challenges so far or has it just been like a smooth ride, you know, from the beginning? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So, uh, where do I start? 
it's been a long journey i feel like i'm too old right now yeah. uh, so it was i think um i think it was winters uh early 2017 and uh there's my friend his name is abdullah and we always like you know in, in the free time and during even even during classes we always talked about you know how stuff is so expensive for the athletes here like yeah. how do people buy nike you know there's so many local stars here they compete in the national tournaments but they all come from like humble backgrounds and yeah. how do they buy something that's like a thousand like about 10 bucks or maybe like a thousand or 2000 bucks and like we started talking and talking and talking and talking and then we stumbled upon alibaba and we found like we're like okay we're going imp- to like get things for our own selves at first right yeah. and then we got a dealer uh, based in shenzhen a city in china and uh, we paid we like collected our uh, <laughs> pocket money and like we like okay we're going to even it out and we're going to you know get like uh, 10 guards and strings and yeah. some instructors and we're like okay go on we got the stuff and it was too much <laughs> for us and uh, my friend is like okay i'm going to give it like to my coach to try it out and he gives it out to his coach and his coach was like i want more of the stuff uh, where did you get this from and like this is this, this and how much this cost at that point we didn't know what like how, where this is going to go but that was the part and so it started out by giving to the coach and then we like okay we're going to get more stuff we got more stuff months after months after months and then it's summer and during the break we were like why don't we start something for our own like yeah. if we're giving stuff why don't we do, like make a name for ourselves or you know get profit because at the start to be honest we didn't think about the social side and it was like okay we're going to get money from it right we like we're teenagers we're going to get this much money and it started out in summer 2017 uh, 18 uh no 17 or the first uh everva the name we sorted out the name we got our logo done during the summers and we're like okay this is what we want and uh, at the start it was like okay we're still going to be getting things from alibaba from the wholesalers and then we're going to be branding them as everva and we're going to be providing them to the local athletes here. we're going to be selling them and we at the start it was it was winters we got off from our school during the winter break and we were like okay we have our money right now and we're going to like make a, a small warehouse in our room like a small side we're going to and then we're going to keep on selling this and we're going to maybe get this stuff in pakistan and see if they can make it and we invested uh, each of us around 70000 rupees like pakistani rupees and that was a lot at that time to be honest <laughs> still now and what happened is that <laughs> we didn't got our stuff <laughs> it got stuck in the customs oh. the customs didn't create, clear it and we lost all our money <laughs> at the start <laughs> and we were like okay we cannot do this we cannot import large amounts of uh like sports related yeah. stuff because the customs won't clear it off without taxes and stuff and then we were demoralized we like okay this is not going to work <laughs> that's it that's the end of everba mm-hmm. uh later on it's again summer and <laughs> what we did we we traveled to a city called salkut 
it's like the sports hub uh, it manufactures around like one third of the footballs made in the world and you know it's like a huge manufacturing city uh, there's a lot of factories a lot of manufacturing plants and like okay we're going to go we're going to see we're going to contact people we went there and we uh, basically connected with a man called Mansoor and we got our first order done and that first order was like shirts and you know so for the verba grats vibrators and tennis nets and we like okay wow like the first look we gave and we saw it we were like wow this is like this is our stuff yeah and then it was like our very good friend uh she's also a squash player and like we were talking randomly like gossiping and you know she said like there's a lot of struggling stars and what they do is they ask their senior players or coaches to basically give them used uh you know uh, stuff or goods and they use that during national competitions and we like that's like you know it, like at that point it like it was really sad to hear that from someone like and we and then we went on thinking and we like okay we like at least we're privileged enough to like even lose money and not be you know not having complications about it yeah and that like at that particular moment like we realized that we were not chasing money and we were chasing value that everybody is going to provide to the society and that value was something that we didn't realize until like later on and at like at that point we like we went home uh like we basically didn't they didn't even talk about it we were just like you know uh like let's not in like invest in profits like less than with the profits back into everva or buy more and then like we're just talking like this and randomly came to mind like you know uh like my friend abdullah he said you know i don't want to earn through this venture like you know my family doesn't want me to support them they're providing food i have everything i don't want to earn money through this you know i want to help people help my community because you know when i see somebody else being from their coach's racket or something it's like yeah. it's one of those things that every athlete should have you know it's basic thing if they can't even support you know basic equipment nobody else would care about it and i want to do this and i was like that's good i've been thinking the same thing like like the person that I mentioned like it's it's basically like a huge gap between uh equipment and the government support or even the like the academy support to those athletes and at that point we were like okay we're going to we're not going to be making money from this what we're going to be doing instead we're going to be empowering our local and national athletes and giving them pakistani manufactured products that's going to be on equal quality on par with maybe nike adidas and you know under armor yeah and that was yeah. at that point it was like okay that's it it's done it's going to be a social venture and do this and then a month later <laughs> we're like okay where are we going to make money from if we're going to sell it like you know how how are we going to sustain it if we're going to make like less money and we're going to sell it you know at a particularly low cost but then eventually i don't know like it's luck or I don't know it's destiny I don't know what to call it but we found an amazing person and he recommended his 
uh, basically his brother-in-law was in the sports business and what he did was he provided us with uh, like the basic uh, manufacturing plant in Sarko and he's like you give me the order I'm gonna make it I'm gonna bargain for you and you don't have to worry about it all you have to do is just you know provide this much uh, amount and it was really less at that point and we started off we're like okay this is like this is it we're gonna do this I saved money Abdullah saved money we were like one is gonna go to the sports complex this one is gonna go to a charity like a charity match that was being organized by the UAE embassy in Pakistan and the third one was like okay this is this one we're gonna use for our marketing and we're gonna be basically sponsoring athletes with it and at that point we're like okay it went on we sponsored one person the person basically word of mouth spread and another athlete another athlete another athlete and by the end of 2019 uh, our Everwas product were being worn and were being used by almost 36 national level athletes in Pakistan and it was huge for us almost like every major sports except for cricket were like, like the athletes and it was like wow it's like, really I, like it, you know you can't express it into feelings when you see like a national level athlete your product or maybe your brand's you know shirt and using your uh, strings and guts in a match and yeah. it was like really something but read on okay we're gonna see if we can get like threads made out of the yeah plastic let's try it out first and then we asked uh, the local disposable agency based in Islamabad that okay we need like this much amount of plastic bottles and they're like okay we don't do that you know <laughs> it doesn't happen like that and like okay so how do we do it we asked everybody our relatives every one of the friends that okay don't throw bottles just keep them safe we're gonna pick it up from you yeah. <laughs> and uh, it I think it was maybe 16 or 17 days and then we went to each and everybody's house collected those plastic bottles <laughs> get them in the car and we basically managed to get them home and it's like the bottles and like okay now we can maybe get them to a manufacturing plant and then we went to a manufacturing plant and they said no we don't take orders like this small you need to have like a large amount because it doesn't work like that and like okay <laughs> like yeah. all right now we have to do this but we managed to convince them to basically try it out and make like uh, two sample shirts out of it and then he said okay but you're gonna have to like uh, go through a process first the like plastic bottles are gonna be cut and then it's gonna be processed into small uh, basically circular structures and then it's gonna be threaded and then later on another factory or manufacturing plant is gonna be making uh, basically wool or like you know cotton or polyester out of it and uh, it's gonna turn into something that you can use to make shirts. And then uh, through connections, through networking, through a little help from our counselors, you know, parents, we managed to get a, like a plant in Faslabad, a city uh, that d- like basically did this for a for a firm that was 
like an international firm yeah. and we went there we asked them okay we have this much amount of uh, threads can you like do us a favor and provide examples out of it and they were like no we only uh, deal with international clients and <laughs> there was no other factory in pakistan that did that because they didn't have the machinery at that time and we like okay now we have to establish this and abroad in order to you know get stuff done in our own country and uh, basically at that point we like okay maybe we build an international presence by that time my friend was in turkey and i was in china uh, he was studying in he's still studying in belkent university is a computer science major and we like okay why not you know pitch it up to the like the university's team you know athletes maybe we can you know get something there and then at belkent in turkey my friend managed to uh you know convince the the tennis coach because he played there uh, the student athletes that okay everyone's product you're going to be wearing and it was a little exaggeration but not so much and then we sponsored their tennis team and that's how we like okay now we can have like we can show them okay this is basically an international brand and we managed to build a business plan regarding it and we sent it to the company we're like okay this is our 10 year plan we want to have like this much amount of plastic bottles be delivered to like plan and it's going to be manufactured and it's going to go through you and then we're going to get like this much amount of shirts made out eventually and then they were like okay let's see and they sent us two samples and i wore the shirt like i got the shirt when i were was here uh, yeah. during my semester break and it was like wow this like nobody could i could tell it was made out of plastic and we're like wow this is like huge yeah. this is huge and then we like that's how we like okay now we want to focus on this this is like the second project apart from the athletes because that was growing we like okay we want to do like something about the plastic and that's how it's like okay now we're going to convince the disposal agencies in each local city basically sort them out we're going to have to provide them with some money and that's how we're going to get like a lot of plastic bottles small big and you know different sizes and get them at one place and then transport it to the manufacturing plant and that's how like that's that's the journey so far and it's yeah. still going it's like still hard because uh, i'm most of the time i'm not in pakistan most of the time abdullah my friend he's not in pakistan and doing all of this remotely contacting with people it's definitely super hard yeah. but i think it's it's been an amazing journey so far and i like we've still got to do a lot of lot of stuff and it's just the starting i feel but at least it's happening i feel it's happening yeah i think it's it's just like a beautiful journey because i was actually writing as you were talking so um it's just beautiful how you know when you first of all see a problem and you're not just like oh is the is the government's um responsibility to solve the problem and you know you and your friends like took it upon yourself to solve the problem and i i think it's just something that is really beautiful and really important now that us as you know young people we need to begin to take action right and you know when we see That's, problems you know, at that point yeah. at that particular point you know this like 
I believe that you know, I like I've seen so many you know people even in my home I see my father saying the government do not like they don't do this they don't do that. Mm-hmm. But at certain point I believe like you know, social entrepreneurship or like civil action it's super important because like things they don't need to get politicized. Especially if it's a, like government intervenes, it's politicized. If it's an NGO, it's politicized. So I think the civic, like this community, if they do something about it, it's like it's the best action, and that's what needs to be done these days. I think, especially in this time. Yes, true, true, very true. And I also learned, you know, how starting out. was able to you know give you this support you needed to grow the venture because most times we are like scared of starting out we just try to look at the various challenges or possibilities that that things will not work out well but most times when we start out um you know people tend to see our effort and some of them will most likely help us and i think that's really really beautiful then um another thing i really got to understand was um you know when you talked about not like the vision or mission of eviva like kind of like evolved over time as as you kept on you know working on it and that's like another thing to learn because most ideas as they usually say don't come out fully formed So but the beautiful yeah. thing about stepping out is um as you keep on working you keep getting better and you keep getting better ideas and I think that's really a beautiful um journey so far. True that's super true you know at the start I was like we were like okay we're going to do this and we're going to do that and we're going to do that but we like eventually when we do stuff it doesn't happen like you know it it was supposed to and then you have to improvise and then we have to improvise and like step by step you like okay how about this how about that and then life goes on and you know eventually things come out straight yeah yeah true okay so i was just would you know give yourself at that moment maybe things that you've learned now over time i think the mo- like the most important thing i would tell is just you know just do stuff don't think about it because i think i think too much and i thought too much at the start and it's very important to just you know once you've made a decision or once you've thought about it just do it i don't like no matter if it goes wrong no matter if it, if it goes right like you learn and that's the thing you know i i've failed so many times in a lot of other stuff during life but i like it's an experience eventually like just do stuff you know no matter if it's something way out of your comfort zone or something that you're like very comfortable at doing just do it just do it because eventually everything's going to teach you something even about yourself and that's like i wish i told my younger self and i could try and travel back yeah. and be like okay i'm going to try this i'm going to try that but yeah that's definitely it just try different things because you never know you know when like when you can find an opportunity or when you can you know actually make an impact and even like right now like even like i don't know 
even making a small change or a small deed can have such a huge impact on others like other people's life that you can't even imagine and like you can you cannot do that by sitting at home or you know not doing stuff or just you know contemplating your own life and i think that's the main point to be honest yeah thank you thank you so much and it's really true everything we do like teaches us something about about ourselves and it's it's really important to just put ourselves out there and you know sometimes you don't really know who you inspire just as you said like this podcast like we we don't really know who is going to be listening to it yeah and sure. you know the person's mindset at that particular time and how and how much um transformation will occur because of this conversation and i think that's really inspirational and um encouraging to everyone out there i hope so at least it's encouraging me i feel motivated <laughs> yeah so i think we'll be calling um this call to an end now that's great and if you have like any final words to say i would just copy nike and say just do it you know just yeah. thank you so much for your time and thank you for thank you for talking so extensively on your experience it's been wonderful yeah it's been my pleasure you're doing amazing work really you know was looking forward to this and it's been amazing Thank you so much for being a part of the Gems on Air tribe. You're amazing. You guys are amazing, really. Thank you so much and I'm sure you loved this episode. So feel free to connect with us on Instagram at Gems on Air podcast or at Gems on Air. Feel free to send in your, you know, your comments, what you liked, the best parts of this interview that you that truly resonated with you will be super excited to hear from you and most importantly we can't wait to hear your breakthrough story we can't wait to hear your success story i will be super super excited to share your story on the platform and you could also send us a mail at the gems on it podcast to connect with us to you know give us your feedback or if you want to schedule a podcast interview with us love you so much and thank you so much for being part of the tribe you are amazing and thank you so much Bilal for joining us this week you're awesome